Thank you. It was Thank you. Did that get on tape? <laughs> Would you say it one more? Yeah. Uh, thank you. It's, it's wonderful to preach out of these stories. So we're looking uh, at Luke 1, 23, after Zachariah has completed his duties. And Father, we open this up with a sense of sacredness at this word. That we are, we are settling on especially sacred ground. Because we're considering your incarnate, your incarnation, your coming to earth. We marvel at the quiet way that you did it. At the smelly, uh, smelly way that it was not uh, sanitary. And, and yet you came and dwelt in our midst. When his time of service was completed, he returned home, remember, without talking. He had a nine-month time out. After this, his wife, Elizabeth, became pregnant. Just marvelous. I, I read that. God said what he would do through the angel. And then he simply did it. Here's a woman beyond. The, uh, the angel had not used a, a, um, the, the phrase that Zechariah used. Zechariah had said she was, she's lived many days. And the angel said, she's an old woman. <laughs> Using the word from which we get the word gerontology, gere. She's old. And she who was said to be barren, when, when he speaks to Mary is in her sixth month. So God, God does it again. And for five months remained in seclusion. Why did she be in seclusion for five months? Pardon? <laughs> wouldn't that be that wouldn't that be something that she'd have to tell him? She's I'm I'm pregnant. Isn't this wonderful? And they said, what would they say? She's delusional. She's just really lost it now. She, she really thinks she's going to have a baby. What is she doing? She is worshiping the Lord. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. If we are disappointed with God, it can cause us to step back and kind of get cold with Him and, and, and not, not experience His grace. If He has let us down and we are suffering, she suffered all her adult life. She had shame all of her adult life. And she could have said, well, it's about time, but why did I have to go through this? If only I hadn't, ha didn't have to go through all of that. She's not looking back. She's simply saying, God has shown his favor. God has graced my life. We want to be careful in our disappointments with God, lest we skew our picture of God and miss out when he comes to show us his favor after the world has shown its disfavor. He's pouring his favor down upon her, and she's only responding and because she's responding in this way, 
she's open to revelation. And she's going to get an incredible revelation that we're going to read about in a little bit. Has taken away my disgrace. Do you know that the favor of God sometimes brings the disfavor of people? Doesn't it? Getting God's grace may disgrace you with people. She got the disgrace before she had the baby. When is Mary getting her disgrace? When she gets the baby. She didn't have the disgrace before, but she's going to ask it. She's going to get it afterwards. So down to verse 34, Mary has uh, reacted to this angelic visitor. How will this be? See, you don't get this. See, my wife gives me notes, and you don't get notes. But I get notes from my wife. She tells me secrets. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. How pure her heart is. She didn't say, well, I better hurry up and get married to Joseph. Because they're betrothed, they're as good as married. The only thing left to happen is for Joseph to come, Joseph to come and get her. The only thing left for us with Jesus, we're engaged to Jesus, we're to be married. What's the only thing left to happen before we're married? What? He come and get us. That's why he's returning. He's coming for several reasons, but the main reason is to come and get his bride. And this is, it's, it's really romance to think that's uh, what the, the husband-to-be would do. He'd come often at night with his attendants, and they'd yell, the bridegroom is coming. And then the uh, attendants would come together, and he'd kidnap the bride. Talk about romance. Whisper <laughs> off. They knew, they knew how to, they knew how to uh, do the romance. How once explained to her, I love her response. Listen to her response now. Verse 38. I am the Lord's doulos. I'm the Lord's bond slave. May it be to me. This is, to me, the most beautiful picture of submission of anything I can find in the scripture. May it be to me as you've said. You've said that? Okay, I'm not into immaculate conception. I'm, I'm not able to pull this off. If that's what you say, go ahead and use my wounds. You can do it. It's such a submissive posture and a believing posture. Like the woman said, well, does he need perfume? Yeah, he can use mine. He can use my alabaster box. It's submission. What, what can I submit to Jesus today? What can I give to Jesus? Can I give him my strength? I'm a strong 70-year-old. I'd like to give him my strength. What do you have that you could surrender to the use of Jesus? Your intellect? That'd be a wonderful thing. To, I give my intellect to Jesus. Mary gave her womb. And Jesus said, oh, we'll use it. Now, we have to find out what happens next. Because something happens before she goes, right? She's got to tell Joseph. Her husband-to-be needs to know about this birth. So we flip back over to Matthew chapter 1. 
And he records a different part of the story. This is overhearing the, the, the noises now. Yeah. Actually, Karen told me not to be loud with the baby here. Right, right, right. Hello, Sophia. Like to hear the noises. Once Dwight L. Moody, some people were complaining about the noises of children, and he got back at them. He said, the next revival service, you cannot come unless you have a little child. Yeah, they, he, they had to bring him in order to get in. They had, that's how, what he was saying about his love for children. Yes, you're right, honey. This is how the birth of Jesus, we're in Matthew 1, 18. This is how the birth of Jesus came about. Want to know how it came about? Here it is. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph. Pledged was betrothal. Only thing left is to get the bride. It's, it, it requires divorce. It is, it is not engagement. It is much more serious than engagement. It requires a divorce to break it off. So it's very serious, pledged to be married. But before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. I suspect that as the Holy Spirit moved on Mary, moved in her womb, that she knew something. Okay, I know I'm pregnant now. And so she needs to come to Joseph. And she tells him. And here's Joseph's response. What could Joseph have done? What could have been some options? Pardon? Divorced her? He could have had her stoned, couldn't he? He could have divorced her. He could have had her stoned. Any, any other options? He could have ranted and raved. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man. This is the one whom Jesus called Father. We see the character of a man who's going to shape the character of the Son of God. Because he was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He is angry. He is he, be way, way beyond disappointed. He's absolutely crushed. How could she? When you've stepped over the line, it's easier to lie to change the story. And she's thinking she's changing the story to make herself look innocent. He couldn't imagine her like those adulterous women in Nazareth. He couldn't picture that. But something has happened, and he cannot believe it. And so he's <coughs> thinking about how he will respond. He could have just flew into a rage and done something quickly, really stupid, messed with the plan. As he considered this, okay, as he considered this, an angel, here's an angel again, an angel, they're messengers of God serving us. You know that? Sent forth to serve those who are heirs of salvation. Have you been served by an angel before? We were on, when we were on the freeway once. We were served by an angel. I'm going to meet that guy in heaven and find out who it was. Thank him for sparing our life. Because we were, we were whiplashing in the snow in our big red. And big red doesn't come back 
doesn't center itself. We were ready. I yelled to people, okay, down, so that they'd brace themselves. Somehow we managed. The car righted itself. We praised the Lord on the way home because God had, God had helped us. Angels minister. So here, ministering again, angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, you know people when your mom or your dad used your full name. This was something, it was time to listen, right? <laughs> you were maybe in trouble, but not only when you're in trouble, it was when it was something, something really important, something you better listen to. Joseph, son of David. Do not be afraid. Was he afraid? Was he afraid? He was very afraid. What do I do? What do I do now? How do I? I don't have any good options. Do I take her? I can't take her. She's a prostitute. He's afraid. He doesn't know what decision to make. Let this comfort your heart. When you need to know the next step, God will, let me tell you, he will always you the next step. He won't give you the hundredth step, but he'll give you the next step. The steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. And so God will give you the next step. If you are deliberate, if you are saying, God, I want to know the next step, he will let you know, and you will know it. I'll say more about that in a minute. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. That's the next thing he's supposed to do. Okay, you do it now, Joseph. You take her as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She was telling the truth. Oh, she was, I'm so sorry, Mary. I'm so sorry. I didn't believe you. I'm so sorry. She will give birth to a son, and you will give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Miracles often masquerade behind mistakes. That, was, that looked like a mistake. Was it a mistake? Mm -hmm. It must have been so satisfying for them. Mary's a young girl. She knew the scripture. You read her, her spontaneous prophetic song of praise and see she knew the scripture, as did Zechariah. So she would have known Isaiah. And she reads that. She says, that's me. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel. Which means, how does it feel? In, oh, he already went upstairs. Emmanuel. Must be fun for him to hear his name a lot this Christmas season. Which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he figured it was only a dream and he did nothing. Could easily have happened. It was just a dream. 
dismissed him. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. Now listen to this. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son. How long did he wait? She just got pregnant. She waited till after the baby came. He's living with the woman. He's not touching her. At least. That's a long time. That's, these are pure people. <coughs> Somebody said once, yeah, they were all pure in those days. I said, you've never read the Old Testament, have you? <laughs> God blessed Mary by giving Mary a wonderful husband. God blessed Joseph by giving Joseph a wonderful wife. So flip back now. So now Joseph is in agreement. And so she says to Joseph, you okay? I've got to get out of here for a while. Now tell me why she needed to leave. Give me some reasons why Mary had to go. Why Elizabeth? Why Elizabeth? I can think of four reasons why she'd go to Elizabeth. One is she's related. Two... Three, keep coming. What are some other reasons? What? They're pregnant. She's pregnant. She's carrying a child. She's. Any other reason? She's mature. She has suffered. She has borne disgrace all her life, and yet she's not bitter. She's so mature. Let me say something to you. Steward your suffering well. Suffer well. Because God will use it to build character. The Bible says suffering produces character. <coughs> suffering produces endurance. Endurance produces character. Character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us. She, she stewarded that well. She was not bitter. She was open. She was so radically open. Okay, this is my, this is my favorite part. One of the favorite parts in Scripture. Just can't, you can hardly imagine what's going on here. But it does. At that time. So, this is the sequence. I think this is right, but I'm not absolutely sure. But it appears now that she would talk to Joseph and say, I'm going to see Mary. I'm going to see Elizabeth. About 80 miles worth. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country in Judea. We don't know which town it is, but perhaps around 80 miles, where she entered Zechariah's home. Now, I want you to remember, Zechariah can't speak, but he can hear. He's going to hear all of this. Entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. Elizabeth, congratulations. I heard you were pregnant. What a miracle. She just, I don't know what she said in her greeting, but she was excited for her friend who was way beyond. 
And the angel said that nothing's impossible, and she's carrying a child, and now she is um, in her sixth month. Good, Mary didn't come before because she would have missed her. Okay. We just when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, that's that's how much she got. She heard the greeting. The baby leaped in her womb. Karen, when do babies start kicking? Or anybody? How? When? So this was the, she had finished five months, so she's in her six. So she'd probably heard kick, so felt now, kicks before. Would, would she have had kicks yes. before? Good one now. Okay, a real kick. The others were little flutters. Okay. The baby leaped in her womb. And as the baby, yeah, that's that's more than a kick. That's that's really strong. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, she proclaims something that she couldn't have known except by the revelation of God. By being so open in her spirit. This is why I know she stewarded her suffering well. She was not clogged up. Zachariah was clogged up. He, he had such uh, a sign of God's moving with an angel, and he said, how can I be sure? No. What do you want? Do you want ten angels? Do you want a thousand angels? What, what would be better than one angel who stands in the presence of God coming to you and telling you what's going to happen? You just got your sign. You didn't need more. Don't, 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 don't doubt him now. Mary was not doubting. She was just saying, how is this going to happen? And when she got the word, she said, okay, I'm in. Filled with the Holy Spirit, in a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. How'd she know she was bearing the child? Holy Spirit had to tell her. Mary's Mary's coming, or Mary's here, and she too. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? She's ready to bow down to Mary because she's carrying in her womb a child who's less than a centimeter inside. And yet she's acknowledging that that's her Lord. It doesn't get more holy than that. Elizabeth could have wanted some of the focus on herself. She's being favored by God. And yet she doesn't say, Mary, it's so wonderful I'm carrying this child. None of that. She's carrying the, the, the greatest prophet that the world will see, according to Jesus. And yet she is so humble. 
what, what honor I have now in being in the presence of my Lord. And Mary, how wonderful of you to believe. She commended her. Blessed is she who has believed what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. So, so wonderful. There's a compass for both of them to be together. And you know, Mary was being mentored by yeah. just by being with the same scripture. How long were they together? How long? Three, there, there were three months. <clears throat> she had completed her five months, so she was in her sixth month. Mary came, probably within a week or two, so she's newly pregnant. So the difference in age would be somewhere <coughs> around five-plus months between John and Jesus. John said of Jesus, he's after me, but he's really before me, so he understood and so Mary stayed about three months, which would mean then she would just miss the birth by a little bit. She would leave before the birth and would go back and face a lot of disgrace. Do you know that when Jesus is fighting with the mud-slinging Pharisees, they're, they're unleashing everything they can at him. They're saying, you're a Samaritan, you are... Demon-possessed, but then they gave him this one. They said, we were not born in, and the Greek says, porneia, from which we get the word pornography. We were not born in sexual immorality. In other words, 30 years later, common knowledge, she didn't have a father. I mean, she, this baby didn't have a father earthly father or someone that we don't know about. And so they were they were throwing mud at Jesus to come against him. Would what? For them to I can't imagine anything stronger than that to call Jesus uh, a, a, a devil. I'd say that that'd be a pretty good example. Uh, it's also interesting that she didn't stay there uh, for the birth of Elizabeth. We don't actually know why, except that probably would have been a little bit more dangerous for her to be you know, trying to get back home. Mm -hmm. but, you know, I, of course, as a mother <laughs> and a woman, I think, oh, that would have been really nice. Could be. We're going to stop. We're going to stop here and and uh, the the Magnificat. Whoa, that would be something.
It is. Anything else that anyone sees in this passage that's special to you? Yes. Well said. Let's let's pray that. Mary was there when Pentecost came. She was she was among those and she uh, tradition says she was in the church in Ephesus. Don't know for sure. I want to pray for those who are going through uh, difficult times, uh, suffering. Uh, I pray that you will steward it well. I'm not talking about sickness because uh, the way we steward that is to do whatever we can to get over it, believe in God and trust in His working in our body. Father, I pray for those who are paying a price for taking up your cross. For whom in their family or among friends there is disgrace, there is disagreement, there is discomfort. I pray that you would give them grace that as Elizabeth found favor with you more than enough, that Mary was able to bear you knowing that a sword would pierce her through her heart. We do thank you for Mary. We thank you for this godly. We don't worship her, but we honor 
what she did and want to live like Mary and want to live especially like Mary's son, Mary's Lord. We thank you for this wonderful season. We pray that you would keep our hearts soft, soft and uh, pliable for you to do your work in us. We wanted to uh, share in the Lord's body and blood. Bob, you can come forward and you guys can be distributing the uh, bread and the juice.